Last season on the Shake and Blake Show with Blake Crawford and John Grove. Welcome everybody to the Shake and Blake Show. My name is Blake Crawford. Woo! Correct. Let's go. It's correct. Yes. Along with the milk and cookies, I'll leave you with some of the masterpiece they call the Kansas City Barbecue. <laughs> Mark Marcus, Marcus, could you, could you help us out? Felix and Udika, you There we go. Mayor mortals, we are gathered here today to commemorate a legend, a god amongst all humankind, a titan of the game, a Goliath in a world of Davids. She got it. She got it. The NCAA record. It is man. It's a great day to be a Wildcat. E-maw. E-maw. I get goosebumps when I say it. Welcome, everybody, into the debut episode of Willie's Archive. But, John, I'm going to go right to you with this. Is this the most important win in K-State history? You definitely have to consider it to be the most important game in K-State history. Here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. And it's shaking bank time. Well, John, uh, I would say the time, which is usually what I do, but it's a little bit has changed. It's 8.20 where I'm at. Um, I don't know if you know, John, but I'm actually in Eastern time. Michigan is in Eastern time, which I didn't realize until I got here. So so it's 8.20 over there. Yeah, where, where you're at. So H twenty. Yeah, it's uh, it's at seven twenty uh, back in the heartlands, and uh, uh, it's been so long since we've ch- seen each other. I'm I'm starting to grow some more gray hairs uh, <laughs> on the on the top of my head as well. So yeah, I mean, like I've grown out my facial hair before, but it's actually like it's starting to get like I don't want to say kind of serious, but I mean, I think I give it a few months. I think I'm, I can I'm, actually pull something kind of legit off. Yeah, I know so. The first thing I saw was like, oh man, Blake's kind of growing his mustache out a little bit. Uh, there's more visibility with a beard. Uh, I'm I'm starting to kind of gain some visibility with a beard as well. So oh yeah. Can't yeah, I mean, go wrong with a five o'clock shadow. The, the ultimate neck beards. That that's where it's that, that's where it's uh, all, all at right there. Well, anyways, uh, welcome back into the Shake and Blake show with Blake Crawford and John Grove. Feels very good yeah, to yeah. say that. Um, John, the Feels people really just good just heard a recap of uh, what happened, you know, in the previous six months of the Shake and Blake show with all of the fun content we've done and how uh, we were supposed to be doing stuff over the summer, but <laughs> it ended up kind of going to the wayside, unfortunately. Um, for those who don't know, I think in like February, I accepted an internship with the Kalamazoo Growlers, which are a uh, collegiate summer baseball team in Southwestern Michigan, Kalamazoo yeah. to be exact. Um, and the fun accents that come with that coming up here to the north. So, um, yeah, we last recorded our episode on May 6th. Um, and then, what, a few days later, we went on the Aggieville Alley Cats. Right. And, yeah. um, I mean, I was just like, well, I'll just give it a couple weeks. You know, I got to, like, move out of my apartment and then move, you know, drive 12 hours to Michigan um, and get moved in here and, you know, set up my air mattress and I'll, we can, we'll talk about the housing that they provided us and all the people I live with now and stuff like that. But I mean, it just like it ended up not working out because the days are pretty long here. You know, like on a game day, you're usually here from like noon to 11 p.m., which, you know, <laughs> the days are pretty long, but it's still a, a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of where I've been. Uh, I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about the Growlers later. But what have you been up to, John? 
Well, I was going to say, I, I, ironically, but my final episode we recorded through Wildcat 91.9, no, nothing was working. So I had to do a little <laughs> jingle, if you remember that. I forgot um, about that. But uh, throughout the summer, I've been helping out with the K-State Welcome Center, um, recruiting, some, recruiting some students here a little bit. I, I, I kind of messed up today since my, my ID card would not swipe uh, to get into dorms. But, you know, bygones be bygones. They were cool with it. Um, but so I've been helping out with them, uh, with the Welcome Center three days a week. Uh, and then I've also been over at Wildcat 919 as well, helping out, uh, Colby Van Camp. He was doing, he was doing a show, uh, daily, uh, daily starting at six o'clock. Uh, he, he's been, he's been killing it with training camp. Uh, so I, I pop in every Tuesday and we discuss, uh, we discuss things, all things K-State, uh, and then, well, then I'll kind of pop in some some other time, like uh, whenever he needs me on a Wednesday or Thursday, just to kind of just to kind of fill up a week a little bit. Um, and a, and we did one, and we did one on Thursday on, on one Thursday. I didn't know what we were going to anticipate, uh, and and that was actually the day UCLA and USC announced they were joining the Big Ten. So I mean that that I was like uh, a whole whole different change to to our to our plans and because we thought we were just gonna kind of cover recruiting news a little bit some of the updates but nope that just hits like like an like one of those anchors uh on the uh on some of those ships but one of the bigger ships what is it like uh like a i i can't think of it but it's um one of the one of the boats that the, that the navy takes out to the sea oh i mean i see what you're trying to say but yeah is, that a, is it a carrier Oh that yeah, I think it'd be a carry like like they do like at the start of college basketball. They play on like the yeah, aircraft yeah, yeah, carrier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but have, I mean having an anchor drop on you like that, that's how that's how that's how we were kind of set. But over overall, my summer has been pretty good so far. And I'm I'm looking back to I'm looking back to broadcasting with you because I, I'm not gonna lie, I was missing you a little bit. I was missing you too, John. Yeah, I thought, I mean, when you think 2021 is the craziest year in college football history even college history with all that happened with the coaching carousel and conference realignment and it's continuing to get crazier and I mean it's it's honestly just hard to think about what college football will look like five years from now but um I think to start out the idea I'm thinking of this John is just to do a two-parter since we've missed so much there's going to be a lot yeah. to cover um I think yeah, for part uh, one we just cover. Uh, just generally kind of just catch up on what we've been doing for the summer. If you'd like to, you know, hear about what I've been up to with the growlers and what homeless people have been up to in Kalamazoo, Michigan, you can stay for that. But if you're just looking for, you know, our reactions to um, conference realignment stuff, um, you know, RJ Jones, Keontae Johnson's possible commitment, Dylan Edwards commitment on August 6th, which is basically a foregone conclusion. Um, you know, Avery Johnson committing the case to, as well as, as we just heard like seconds ago before we started recording a five-star kicker, uh, Simon McCallahan, I believe. I, I believe so. Uh, seeing it on Twitter. Uh, yep. Si si Simon. Mc oh, I just, I just lost my name already, but uh, I think it's McCallahan. I just looked at it for like five. Yeah. McCall yeah McCallan. Yeah. Yep. You're right. Yep. Simon yeah. McCallan. So I believe he's been number 17th, uh, number 17th commit to the 2023 recruiting class, but but we'll talk about that more in a little bit. Yeah, I'll hear talk about that for part two, because I do have some fun stuff that I've uh, seen up here in Michigan. So, I mean, 
to start off, I'd just like to talk a little bit about like what kind of my job is. So um, I've just spent a lot of time with K-State HDTV, production director at Wildcat 91.9. So I kind of wanted to do some stuff like that. That's kind of what I'm doing here. Uh, I'm the, the video director. So I basically, um, it's, it seems kind of ghetto compared to what we do at K, like K-State HDTV setting stuff up. But basically it's just me and one other director three camera people. Um, the center field camera is just like, we just set it up and leave it there just for the pitcher batter shot. Since, you know, we just have to work with what we got. Um, and I'm just on a computer with a streaming service and graphics. I'm able to do replays within that streaming um, like app. And um, is it all combined into one, like one, like one system where you're, where you're doing the replays and the graphics? So Wirecast is what I used to stream and do replays and like, uh, stuff like that, general like clip stuff too. There's a thing called Tyler, which does all the graphics. It's kind of sucks, but it is what it is. Um, and then we have a, like a stats updater thing, which is connected to the official score most of the time, unless the Wi-Fi goes out, which is a whole thing. Um, so basically whatever the um, official score will put in ball strike, it will go into the score bug. So I don't have to manually score the game which is kind of a relief off my back, but sometimes it doesn't work. So I do have to manually put in the balls and strikes and everyone on base and run scoring with, with the other stuff I have to do makes it a whole, really messy. Um, and then I also have to upload highlights to Dropbox like as the game is happening because um, there's, a Northwood, there's a studio for the Northwoods League, which is the league the Kalamazoo Growlers are in in Rochester, yeah. Minnesota with these um, some interns and a couple people who record like a pregame show that goes before our game and it goes before everybody. So they have to do that like as it's happening because they get a bunch of stuff and they always upload it at like 4am or something crazy like that. But yeah, yeah. it's kind of, it's kind of a lot dealing with the league. Um, they're not going to listen to this, so I don't really care. I would say it to yeah, them anyway. Yeah. They suck. Um, the, the executives, <laughs> the Northwoods league, they're just like, uh man like we're so another thing we have to do is they can skype message us at any time and just like let us know about stuff it's they usually don't say that much it's usually just like a hey can you do this or upload this or whatever but sometimes it's just like especially for other teams who have more trouble traverse city which is the team in northern michigan had like some serious problems they had to stop like doing games for a little while oh, or broadcasting right. them because like it was so bad like it sounded like their broadcaster just permanently sounded like he'd been smoking for 50 years and like had to put that like uh, machine thing on his voice. Um, I felt really bad for them because the broadcaster yeah. was cool. But then um, there's also like a Skype group chat with every single person in it or every single like team in the league. And Traverse City says like, hey, is anybody else having trouble getting help from the league? You know, we're having trouble with this. And the league was just like, yeah, your stuff is fine. And then they're like, well, you know, whenever you ask for help, you guys just throw passive aggressive insults at us. And I was just like, Woo, oh my gosh. Uh, and then the league, league just clapped back with like, this chat is for, you know, league essential communication only. It's like, oh my gosh. Well, that's, that's some, that's some beef right there. But yeah, it, for, for, um, for a team like, like Trevor, like, wait, what's it called? Tra Traverse? Traverse City. Yeah. Uh, so, so are they kind of a, in some of the areas in which they wouldn't receive the amount of resources, or is it just mainly because the broadcasting is no. uh, me mediocre? I would just say it's it's not like based on their skill or anything. I don't think. I mean, generally, whenever something goes wrong, 
I just restarted a bunch of times until it works. And that's pretty much worked for me every single time. So, so I, I really wouldn't have any, if it, that didn't work, I would have no clue what to do. I mean, I think they just generally like just really got unlucky and they just don't get as much help. Cause again, the league studio is in Minnesota and there's like teams near Minnesota. So they get a lot of the, you know, the, they go out to their, their stadiums and stuff and show them a lot of love and stuff. But like, you know, if you go out East, like Michigan, which is a huge drive, they're obviously not going to come out here. So, you know, it's kind of like the big 12 was kind of in that familiar area in which they're they're headquartered uh, down in Dallas, but they wouldn't be traveling all the way out to Morgantown, West Virginia or Ames, Iowa. Yeah. Those locations are so far. So, yeah. Yeah. A great example is um, one time we had a, uh, one of the players, on our broadcast and he was like he was shouting out some tiktoker or something you know it's like you know we were kind of having fun with it and they're like who is this they're like who is this guy who's on like who's on the call with ben like he just ruined the home run call because like a home run like one of our guys did a home run and he went crazy it was fun but they they didn't like him then they're like enough with the tiktok talk like (laughs) it's like they just they are so oblivious and that's uh, i don't know I mean, hopefully, well, in terms of the TikTok talks, it could have been worse. I mean, I just saw three TCU players uh, just uh, come out with the TikTok if you haven't seen it. But it's just one of one of the stupid dances. And and like when when you do a stupid dance, uh, stuff like that, there's going to be a lot of people coming at you. uh, Yeah. Side. So, I mean, the, the best advice I could give for any player just be careful what with, with what with what you put out on on your content before before you like you before you actually make the decision like think of some of the consequences but before everybody comes bashing out on you yeah. social media so yeah it, it, it's some it's some crazy stuff though for sure yeah yeah and i i applied for like a lot of teams in the northwoods league for like kind of the same position or for like their play-by-play guy or some different stuff but um one of the fun things that I really like about the the growlers is they do, they, their kind of motto is like where fun makes a difference and they really pride themselves on that, which is really cool. There's a ton, they have a ton of like, um, they have really, they have a really good TikTok game. We have two social media interns, uh, Lizzie and Anna, they, they do a great job. Um, I I saw, I saw, um, wasn't it the, the American theme one and you, and you had someone, uh, uh, give you, you were giving one. Oh yeah piggyback right yeah one of the fun things for the fourth of july (laughs) is like uh all the players dress up in like these crazy outfits and for batting practice um and for every home run they hit in bp they you know light off a firework and you know all the interns dress crazy yeah that was that was a really fun night but we have yeah we do some fun walk-ups like we just had one where one of the players dressed up as darth vader and had a lightsaber and they fought each other as he was walking like we're kind of like the savannah bananas of the midwest is basically yes yeah they um they they, uh played uh against the casey monarchs a few months ago and uh uh from what i heard in terms of the feedback they were a blast so i mean that's i mean i'm I'm wondering like how could these teams get away with with stuff like that but yet make it so much fun it's like yeah yeah especially you, you probably know more than I do, but um, that's, that's some really fun stuff. 
Yeah, especially I'm I'm imagining if they're playing the Monarchs that it's just an exhibition game and they can kind of just do whatever they want because the game doesn't yeah. really matter. Yeah. Um, so obviously during the middle of the season, they don't do as much of that stuff because they're playing serious games. I think mm-hmm. they actually just made the championship. So obviously they still, you know, they still can play. But yeah, some, we, we've done some really fun stuff. Like we had a, uh, we had like a sparkler bat. We put a bunch of little um, like sparklers on a wooden bat and somebody walked up and did that. Uh, somebody was on a beach chair and wore a lay and they carried him into the batter's box. Um, my favorite one though, is uh, we did like a golf one with a caddy. So this guy brought out his golf bag, you know, he hands him like a five iron. He takes a swing. He's like, no, no, use this. He gives him a baseball bat. <laughs> There's some really fun stuff like that. Um, the most famous one happened probably like three years ago. We have a six-year-old manager who's the son oh yeah i think coach uh, drake yeah i i yeah i, I saw that on a on a video in which uh they bring they bring the uh little manager onto the field uh talk to the pitching pit to the pitcher and some of the outfield uh once when that's all set uh hands him the baseball and gives him sp- and, and spinks it <laughs> bottoms blue that's and makes the makes uh makes walk back to the dugout so that's funny yeah we uh, did oh uh, we had a yeah, go ahead. Uh, I, was, I was just going to say, we had a sell-out game this year. We brought Coach Drake out. Um, he's eight now. but uh, Eight now. He, he, you know, he came up to the ump and was complaining about the strike zone. And he, you know, threw him out. And then he went and got a trash can and, like, brought it out to the, where the umpire sits. And it was called, like, you know, your trash. <laughs> it was so funny. And then um, – and then later he came into the dugout and was wearing like wearing a disguise and the ump saw it and threw him out and stuff. So <laughs> get to do that stuff is really fun. Um, but the most famous one is probably, uh, I don't know if you know, Frankie LaPena. Frankie LaPena. I he's do like, not. He has like 4 million followers on TikTok. He's actually from Michigan. And um, one of the full-timers actually reached out to him and he came out to a growlers game and we recorded some content with them. There's one that's uh, gotten like really like everywhere, like all the, famous meme pages with like 10 million followers um reposted it snoop dog actually put it on his story so uh, that was really cool of him you know he's his gag is that he's got like he's got this like thing into his butt jacob i'm in the middle of recording something dog <laughs> okay i don't know how i'm going to edit this together jacob just made it very complicated but we were uh rudely interrupted by one of my housemates jacob Mattia works guest services anyway we're talking about frankie lapena so he his gag is that he has this like thing that he puts on his butt that makes it ginormous um and then he like went out and streaked on the field he didn't streak but he just ran onto the field that got a bunch of views so that was really cool uh i mean i didn't really have that much to do with it but it was still really cool just to be like you know associated with the team with a guy who you know snoop dogg is reposting stuff from the kalamazoo growlers well i i I, I'm um I I also saw back in the summer Kalamazoo got, got some ESPN recognition I believe yeah we made Sports uh, Center you you changed the the mascot name to well you changed your logo to a growl. Get the same name yeah yeah the same name that's that's pretty that's pretty good fitting right there is that yeah. like is that like your different team nickname on, on a night or two? Our alternate identity. So like a growler is obviously like a bear, but it's also like a name for like a 64 ounce thing of beer. So um, we whipped that out for two games. Unfortunately, our alternate jerseys are sick, 
but we, we can only wear them for two games because they're not like one of our official alternate uniforms. They're just like a specialty thing. So unfortunately, we can only wear them for two games, but well, we'll definitely have to whip them out again like next year at some point. So because they're awesome. I, I know for the Wichita wind surge, um, they, they play some minor league ball down there. Um, they, they um, I think every Tuesday or thir- or Wednesday or Thursday, kind of depending, well, what whichever one of those days, uh, their alter their alternate um, mascot name is the uh, Turbo Tubs, uh, um, which is like like a little troll riding on a on a, like a little boat uh, on a on a bathtub that, or something like that's that. That's awesome. That's it, awesome. It, it, there's a lot of creativity with some of these with some of these uh, rebrands, but that, that's really cool. But, but like you, you don't have to change your, 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 you don't have to change your nickname, but yeah, I found a way to like, uh, like change, uh, like the overall, uh, object or something like that. Yeah. I think that's what kind of made it cool. Yeah. It was a really cool redesign. I don't know who did it, but it looked great. We had pinstripes on our uniforms. It was really cool. And what's even cooler is, yeah. um, I think those was Friday and Saturday we wore them, but on Thursday and Friday, really early, it was like June 3rd and June 4th, really early on in the season. Um, we started out like one and three or something. We just like kind of sucked, but we actually got to hit back-to-back walk-offs, back-to-back like big comeback walk-offs. It was so awesome. We were down like seven, nothing and eight, nothing. Oh like not going God. into the bottom of the ninth, but like at some point in that game. And like, it was just, it was crazy. One of like, it was basically we we're playing Rockford um, and they just could there, whoever, whatever like relief pitcher they threw in, in the bottom of the ninth could not throw strikes. We, they just like walked the, we like, I think the second walk off, we had one hit and that hit was the walk off. He just like kept walking and hit by like hitting people. And we just scored three runs and then we walked it off. Oh, I mean, it's made for well, a great, great highlight. So, and then, and then I think, uh, I think I also saw on some of your social media the reactions uh, over uh, my, my reaction to it is funny. The, um, but, but the play-by-play announcer, he was losing his mind, and you were just, <laughs> uh, all, all just piss, piss, piss all. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah. Like so, yeah. Another great thing that came out of that is um, in the first one we start we we played pump it up you know don't you know pump it up That's you've got to pump it up yeah baseball's home run song yeah so we started playing that and like the the team liked it so we just kept playing it like the entire bottom of the ninth during the comeback and then we did it again the next day so now every time it's in the bottom of the ninth we just play pump it up (laughs) the entire time like which is really funny yeah there's a bunch of fun stuff we have the players do a dance at every home game too um, they actually did the Napoleon Dynamite. I don't know if you've seen Napoleon Dynamite, but he does like a funny dance for something. They kind of nailed it. Like at first, it's, it's it's kind of a tough one to learn, but they they kind of nailed it. Nice. It's a, it all takes practice. I mean, you you can practice on your baseball. You can practice on your baseball skills uh, all all the all the time in the world. But you know, I mean, you gotta you gotta lay down those dance moves uh, during practice as well. Yeah. Yeah, and another thing that was kind of like appealing about doing uh, this internship with the Growlers is like, you know, it was kind of it was kind of an opportunity to kind of get out of Kansas for a little bit. Not mm-hmm. that you know I don't want to be in Kansas or anything. We get out to a different place, you know. But you're not too far from home. Like there's still a Menards, you know, in Can- in Michigan. So you're not t- you're still in the Midwest. So yeah, you still got that mi- Midwest 
uh, Midwest flavor. Yeah. With, yeah, with the Menards and all and all that stuff. And Baha'i, do they have Baha'i's over there? No, we have Meyer. Meyer, okay. Which is like, how would you describe Meyer? It's like Dylan's it like, on steroids. Is it like um? Is it like a? Is it like a gro? Is it? Yeah, it's like a big. It's like a big grocery store. If it's if it's a if it has like ties to Kroger, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I believe um, Dil- Dylan's also has ties to uh, Kroger as well. So yeah, it, pretty much like the, the Kroger's of of each state. Yeah, it's pretty- that same kind of thing. Yeah, just yeah. like a local grocery store. But yeah, it was kind of a shock to see Tim Hortons to realize that you're like this far up Tim north. Hortons. Yeah, I mean you're 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 stretching into Canadian territory. Hey? Yeah. Um, and there's a a I bunch. Had to, of... I had to. Hey. Oh, the accents up here are—it's so funny. Some people aren't even aware. You know, hey, oh, how's it going? Oh, walk it off, Kalamazoo. It's hilarious. Oh my gosh, it just makes me think of Charlie Barons every time. <laughs> hey, tell your folks I says hi, okay? Tell your folks I says hi. Oh my gosh! Uh, I, I mean, they they got all kinds of accents uh, across uh, across Michigan and some of the eastern portions of the U.S. Yeah, yeah, like, it's kind of. I, I mean, the, the Michigan and the Minnesota ones are like the like I've been up to Minnesota and uh, Wisconsin and Michigan uh, so, uh, a few years back. Like your your impression right there, that is exactly like how every almost everybody talked. Uh, up in minnesota and michigan uh which is it, it's pretty cool but sometimes you're like eh i'm sorry <laughs> it's just it's kind of like slight but it's very like you you could once you catch up like cat, yeah, catch what, on what, to it like you're just yeah, like what, oh i can hear it right away yeah 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 i, I mean it, it takes a while for you to settle into to new link uh to <laughs> A, di- a different new type dialect of yeah yeah new dialect yeah 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 new dialect and uh it's just about getting used to it but but if you if you're not able to you you're you're practically screwed in, during conversations <laughs> yeah yeah and like i think before this i would have really never imagined myself like going to michigan unless it was for some, like a job or something like that because like i would never i don't think i'd ever go there for vacation because like i don't really want to go to detroit and like what else is there in Michigan but there's a bunch of cool stuff in Michigan like the Great Lakes I mean you're like and like Kalamazoo is in southwest Michigan so you're like an hour from uh Lake Michigan which I went there with my parents it is super cool I mean the water was like freezing cold so I didn't actually like swim but it's a cool place to be in South Haven you're close to like Pawpaw Lake um you're not really too far from a bunch of really cool stuff so and the weather don't even weather yeah yeah I, I I'd imagine the weather up in up in Michigan's a lot more cooler than it is in Kansas because I've, we're we're dealing with nothing but uh oh we're we're not we're dealing with nothing but hum uh, hum, uh humidity and it's it's just been I mean it just adds on to the amount of heat that we've been seeing it's like the the, the typical temperatures are like around the low nineties but with the humidity is it's like in the lower one hundreds yeah. Yeah, my parents, when they came here, just could not get over how nice it is here. Like, it's, like, mid to low 80s pretty much all the time. Oh, um, how, how far are you guys from Grand Rapids? Like an hour. An hour? South, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I know, G- I know. Go yeah. ahead. Oh, no, you go ahead. 
I was just gonna say GR is Grand Rapids is super cool. There's a couple of people um, that I live with who go to Grand Valley, which is in Grand Rapids. It's a yeah. really cool town. I didn't think it would be like, you know, as up, up, I don't know, like high class as it is, but it's got a, like a cool skyline, bunch of cool stuff. Uh, we actually, the Growlers actually got to play a game at the, shoot, I think it's the Whitecaps is their name, uh, their stadium. So you got to play, I think it was a single A team, but it's a super nice ballpark. It's rated as like a triple A ballpark. So it was really cool to get to play there um, and see that. And we won. So that was nice. Nice. I mean, going, going, going out, playing in a different, different type of environment. Yeah. It's always nice to pick up a dub as well. I mean, for, for Michigan, all you got to do, all you got to do is pretty much stay out of a Detroit area, maybe the Ann Arbor area. I mean, it's a cool college town, but there can be some crazy stuff that happens there. But yeah, uh, everything it, like based on, based on what I see for pictures, Michigan's Michigan kind of seems like a slam dunk. Yeah, it's definitely a nice place. You know, Western Michigan um, and Kalamazoo College is also in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Yeah. This like Kalamazoo, Michigan has some really nice parts of town. You're like, man, this is like, you know, like big city type stuff. And then like you're at where we're living, which is described as the student ghetto, uh, which is just like a block of like cheap houses that like, you know, it's we're really close to the Western Michigan campus. So a lot of like college students stay here um like i wasn't ready like manhattan is like pretty nice because there's like there's not a lot of homeless people in manhattan in kalamazoo there's a lot of homeless people they they are everywhere it is i mean you know obviously it's a tough thing you know they all have their stories but it's just it's it's, they are everywhere if if there's a lot of them over there um uh but i but i do i also did see some pictures in the past with western michigan's football stadium uh, in which when it when it when it when there's a lot of storms out there, uh, the entire field gets flooded. If you if you want to look up some pictures online, uh, um, but, but 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 like one of the main highlights I see from like Western Michigan and Kalamazoo is uh, <laughs> is a football field flood, like their entire football field flooded because it's like surrounded by I think is it surrounded by a hill? It's surround the Kalamazoo River. Actually, the Kalamazoo River is right yeah. next to where the Growlers play. So right. there's actually been, there's usually a big flood once every couple of years and we haven't had one since like 2018. So we're pretty yeah. due for a flood, unfortunately, but yeah, there's, I mean, people will go out fishing, like where the baseball stadium is. It's crazy. Uh, it's got to raise those fences, you know, just got to raise those fences. <laughs> yeah. You can try. I don't think they'd be able to stop it though. I don't, um, yeah. yeah, but it's, it's definitely been an interesting time living uh, in this house and there's no ac in this house which is really there are some oh. days even you know in michigan weather there are still it got up to like 95 one day oh my gosh and i'm sleeping on an air mattress um so it's it's just not a good combination for getting good sleep uh but work you with know, what you got uh, oh yeah definitely work with what you got um uh, and and uh, it would work out towards the very end for sure but have you have you um in, in terms of like the air conditioning have you ever like have you ever been in a situation during the summer in which your air conditioning breaks down on like the night before the day that it becomes really really hot like it, it's really it's really hot outside and there's no and, and you don't have any air conditioning for like one day i don't think that's happened like when i'm in kansas i don't think Kansas. that's ever happened at a house i've lived in that's happened to me. That, that's happened to me twice. Oh my gosh! Uh, 
twice in the last five years. So yeah, not, it's not terrible. This, not, not this year, though. I'm I'm hoping we can uh, keep keep it keep it keep a streak going. Of, uh, yeah. Deal with yeah exhausting humid house yeah the two things i'm going to take away from this is how great air conditioning is and how great water the water in kansas in manhattan is the water here is just so bad oh my i think it's just like the part of town we're living in i'm sure like other parts of town it's nice the water sucks it is so bad i i swear i can taste the poop in the water it is so disgusting Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Well, I, we, I, I I do recall wasn't there there were some there were some uh uh water okay. issues uh around Detroit and the Flint area. Yeah, in Flint, but we're pretty we're far away from we, we, yeah, it's, it's nothing to do with that. Yeah. Um yeah. so I think they still have problems with their water in Flint, unfortunately. It's really it's just a terrible situation for them out there. It's a brutal stuff for sure, but yeah. Uh, use of use of a water tastes like poop did it come from the sewers or something like what i don't want to know uh i mean we're just we're just scraping by honestly for the three months i didn't really know what to expect moving into a house with like eight people i'd never met before um but it's been really it's been like really cool the people out here are great and they're from all over which is really cool a couple people from michigan we got a guy from southeast ohio guy from new jersey uh, we got a guy from Austin, Texas, who actually plays D3 tennis in upstate New York. Got a guy from Illinois who actually goes to ASU. He's our broadcaster. Um, so he loves to sing the Wabash Cannonball in front of me. So <laughs> he enjoys doing that. Um, who doesn't love hearing the Wabash Cannonball? Honestly, it's the, it's the greatest thing ever. Goated. Yeah. So it's been really cool getting to, you know, meet a bunch of different people from different places. Uh, you been a lot of fun especially all the you know not just the people in our house but the other interns i know uh the growlers you know have some of the i think hire more interns than most of the other teams in the league mm-hmm. uh, our stadium was really nice i mean it's just been a great opportunity i couldn't be more thankful great experience um so hopefully it can help me get a job uh, I'm, I'm sure it will like um, when, when you take opportunities like this for, for the most part um you'll you'll a lot of people will be uh look, looking at um some of some of some of the internships and the way Kalamazoo does it um it it should help uh uh get get you, uh, yourself as a person not only more recognizable but in terms of where you did your internship uh uh more recognizable as well and yeah i mean Kalamazoo they, they, well yeah Kalamazoo with the growlers uh they they have been nationally recognized this summer so um, yeah, that, we just got to. The goal is to make SC top ten. We've had a couple great plays, but you know, few replays, and then you also had the the mascot recognition and all that. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah. been really cool. So yeah, I've really enjoyed that. I do have one story of a, a homeless guy who came. It was on July fourth. This is kind of random, but I just wanted to get this one in there because I think it's really funny. So it's our. We just had our July fourth game. We lost, which you know is whatever. Um, so we get back home, we're chilling on the porch and, uh, this guy and like this homeless guy and like a wife beater comes up and he's like, you guys want to buy some fireworks? I was like, you know, like now we're good. And I think someone, somebody else in the house was like, you know, are you going to, where are you going to light those off at? He's like, Oh, just down the block. And then he's like, well, I'll just, I'll just light them here. So he sits in front of our house, lights a Roman candle 
and right in front of our house, by the way, is a, like in a front of your house is a front is a telephone cable, you know, like oh no, like so he's just he's aiming it right at. I'm like he's just oh. totally gonna take out our entire power and and our like all our power and stuff, but luckily he doesn't. I think he lights all two right. Roman candles and we're like okay, like it's probably we should probably uh, try and get this guy out, and then. Uh, you had your you had your little red, white, and blue glare and all that, but yeah, what's uh, a pros? No, it gets better. It well, it gets, doesn't get better. It gets worse. He grabs like mortar shells, like you know the big ones, right in front of our house, and lights them off. They were so loud. Oh my gosh! I think you lit two or three of those, and we're just really like, man, dude, you like gotta go. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, it was so funny though. It's just so out of nowhere. Oh my gosh. That's yeah, it's, it's crazy all around in Kalamazoo. We have some crazy, like, super fans who come to Growlers games as well. There's this guy. He's probably, like, the most he's, – he's so great, though. His name is Radio Mike. Um, Radio. Radio. He comes to every single Growlers game. He's called Radio Mike because what he used to do is he would take a bunch of radios into the game and he would try to get on the same channel as, like, you know, the, um, the workers who were trying to talk. So he would yeah. get in there and just start screaming stuff, like, there was lightning and like 30 minutes away. He's just like, we need to call the game. You know, we need to call it. And it's just oh, absolutely crazy. Oh my gosh. And then I think before this year, he was forced to sign a behavior contract. If he was going to come to games that like, he was going to be like, well-behaved. He's just, uh, we have some crazy people. And then, <laughs> and then there's one more, this lady before a game, just out of nowhere. It's just like somehow she gets through the center field gate and she's on the warning track on a scooter and she's she's vaping. And I just hear on the walkie talkie, uh, there's a lady vaping in center field. <laughs> and the way that does kind of sound pretty badass. But I'm not uh, yeah, that's that's a pretty cool way to get kicked out of a game. Honestly, I think yeah. she actually came back on. But yeah, there's just a bunch of crazy hooligans in Kalamazoo, Michigan. So crazy, crazy hooligans in Kalamazoo, Michigan. You're, crazy, you're, you're, you are one of those, by the way. So yeah, you, you you are now fully. A, you, you spent you spent enough time there. You you have you have adapted there. Oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna be. You know, I see. Uh, you know, Western Michigan, some match, some Tuesday night action of Western action. Michigan's playing. You know, yeah. definitely gonna be rooting for them. So that's some yep. good stuff but action action especially i mean that's some if you're playing games on tuesday nights wednesday nights it's like how do you recover from how do you recover from this past weekend or 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 if you're playing on a yeah you're, you're playing on 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 weeknights for like yeah. school nights that are not even close to the weekend so what percent of players do you think who play on Tuesday night show up to class the next day? Gonna go with ten. Yeah, I think ten's a good guess. Percent. If, if they're taking if they're taking academics more more seriously, uh, then you'll, you'll probably see those type of players uh, respond on the next day. But if you're like, hey, I, ju- I just played this football game, I need to take the day off. You're gonna see a lot more of those uh, out out in the MAC country. Yeah, definitely. I would if I played a, a game, especially if we like lost or something Tuesday night. It's just not your day the next day. Not not your day. You don't want to hear from your professor. It's just not your day. 
Not 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 your day. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Well, I mean, with with NIL now, I mean, if you are if you do win, like if you pull off a big win, uh, you'll be able to come in and sign autographs now for your classmates and stuff like that. There you go. What are you gonna charge them? <laughs> are you gonna be like Pete Rose and ten dollars an autograph? <laughs> Oh, Did you know that God. you can have dinner with Pete Rose right now for $5,000? I think he'll sign that. four baseballs or four baseball cards or something. $5,000, though? I mean, uh, I mean, that, that, maybe that's, when, that's maybe when little, he's in the Hall of Fame, you know. That, that's, that's too little time. That's too little time on my plate. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's been interesting with like all the different like people in our house and all the different baseball teams they root for. Like we got two Reds fans, a lot of Tigers fans. Obviously, you know, gotta feel bad for them. But uh, and then one guy who's a Yankees fan, the worst. But those Yankees fans, <laughs> stupid, they, stupid they Yankees. Are, they, take, they are cocky. Take Ben they, and Tendy from us, and then win three out of four. It's like you can't do that. It's not allowed. But the, the general vibe is around Kansas City this summer is. Cal Eldridge still has a job. Are, are you kidding me? Cal Eldridge still has a job. I mean, there, there were there were some instances where a lot of Orioles fans, they were booing at some of the players come up to the plate. It, it's been kind of a rough summer for, for Kansas City. So yeah, and it was, I mean, like based on what I heard, it was kind of like, well, we could maybe float around 500, maybe get a little bit above. Like, you know, Bobby Witt's coming to play now. Like yeah. and then no. uh, Eric. Eric Hosmer, I believe, is making his return either, either tonight or tomorrow. It's one of the two nights, depending on when the Warriors play. I, I don't pay attention to their schedule. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he just got traded to the Sox. So, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, you know, I spent a lot of time talking about myself. I mean, you know, I think you've had a pretty good summer working on doing stuff for Wildcat 91.9, growing the Instagram page, obviously. Wait, are you almost at 4K, right? I am at 4K. K oh, State let's go. Is at 4K. I'm not going to post anything about it because if I do, I'm going to have two or three people unfollow me trying trying to give me false hopes. So I'm going to wait around 4,015, 4, maybe around there. Smart. And, I'm, and I'll make a reckon, recognition type of post uh, there. But um, I, I've, been, I've been working on some scouting previews. Uh, thanks, thanks, especially to the Aggieville Alleycats, where I can get some of the uh, preseason stats, t- take a look at some of the not- notable players and all that. So I'm, I've been kind of cranking up some some type of con- that type of content over on K State Game Day on Instagram. Uh, but for for the outside of social media, well, outside of phone life. Um, uh, I've, I've been working for Wildcat 919. Uh, Every Tuesday, um, uh, I'll, I um, join Colby Van Camp, who works at Wildcat 91.9 as the, I think one of us, he is, the, I think he is the only he's sports, the sports director. director. Yeah, he's the sports director, yeah. So so I'll join him every Tuesday. Uh, we'll discuss things, all things K-State, and then uh, I'll pop in, uh, I'll pop in uh, every Wednesday or Thursday or two uh, in case of uh, one of the other co-hosts can't make it and We'll talk some. We'll talk some K State stuff, Big Twelve stuff, college sports stuff, uh, and then par- particularly conference realignment. Because I mean, ever since UCLA and USC left, I mean, we we we've been 
we've been grinding grinding at that unlike unlike any other subject but i mean that that's probably going to change with dylan edwards decommitting pretty soon but uh but no, nonetheless i've been having a i've been having a blast uh joining it joining him for the radio show uh every tuesday night and then uh jasmine uh who also works at wildcat 919 uh she she'll also appear uh, as as also one of the uh co-hosts as well uh and it's just a it's a great great vibe all around uh all around the table for sure and then um I've also been working for uh, the K State Welcome Center, but the Bernie Family Welcome Center. Uh, I spent th- I, I spent three days over there, uh, working uh, working every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, uh, give, giving tours, um, giving tours to some of the students who are who are new to K State. I uh, get gave some of the alumni uh, a tour around and in which like what stuff has changed since since when and stuff like that. It, it's it's been it's been a very eventful summer, uh, pretty much, uh, for my six. I don't have a, I don't have very much stories uh, com- compared to you because because uh, from what I'm hearing, you're you're kind of in an interesting you're in a new interesting reality. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it, it it it's it's been kind of a same same old same old type of summer in Kansas. You'll have your typical work days, uh, just leading up to football season because. Because the most the most amount of sports entertainment you'll typically get around Manhattan or as uh, around the summer is either as uh, watching the horrific performances of the Kansas City Royals, or or you could just tune in uh, and uh, listen to come and listen to the K State K State media hype up this team uh, this upcoming year. So I, I I've been kind of on the boat as I've been kind of on that boat, I and mean, I've also been on the Big Twelve boat as well because. Pac-12 journalists are stupid. <laughs> I have to, oh my I, gosh! You have no idea, huh? I mean, you, if my my Twitter feed went off uh, last night uh, with Utah fans, especially coming out here and saying, well, "We're too good for the Big 12. We don't need you." Uh, the Big 12 is absolutely absolutely horrible. Uh, and then I then I just had to come out and give my little rant. Uh, like the Big 12 uh, official Twitter page did uh, a few days ago uh, with with the attendance numbers and all that, uh, but it, it, it's while while you while it is like chaotic on the sport on the sports front uh, of of the summer, it's been like overall the general vibe is everything's cool, everything's calm. It's been it's been pretty normal for the most part. Well, that is good. So yeah. I know the guy from Jersey said he didn't think Kansas existed um, or he didn't think it was real before he met me. So I'm glad to have, you know, made an impact on people's lives with my being born in Kansasness. So you're uh, you're at yeah. Astra per Aspera. Yes. Actually, one of the people here is actually born in Manhattan. So and his parents Ooh. went to K-State. So that was really cool. Really? Oh, yeah. That, that That's a that's a I mean, there's a there's surprising there's a surprising amount of k-state ties with uh the growlers i mean i mean like like we just mentioned right there i think one of the incoming k-state players is is playing for kalamazoo right yeah lawson knight play uh who's went to western texas college and then transferred to k-state he uh played for like the first month he actually hit one of the walk-offs um which was really cool so 
Yeah, so he'll be a welcome addition to the Wildcat, uh, the Batcats team in P. Hughes. So we'll see how much he plays. Um, So, yeah, we'll get to the baseball team when we get there. But um, I think that's pretty much all I have for the um, inquiries into my personal life. I don't know about you, but I think this might be a good place to wrap up part one. Yeah, that works. That works. We got to run some K-State stuff in the the second stuff. Yeah, we have – I'm ready to uh, just release it like a volcano. Oh yeah, there's there's a lot to uncover for K State, the Big Twelve, and like college sports at large. So make sure to stay tuned for that. Thanks for listening on the the comeback and uh, talking about what we've been doing for the last past couple months. Uh, make sure to tune into part two. We'll come out the next day. Follow us on Twitter at Shaken Blake three twelve. Uh, take our Sparkle quizzes, and we'll have to get another one going soon. Um, and Cats by 90. Send us off right, John. Cats by 90.